Hello and welcome to the Inspiring Life School podcast. This is your host, Francis Fidikovic, and on this podcast, I'll be sharing with you the most valuable strategies to live your one wildly beautiful and most precious life, because this is it, my friend. In case you haven't guessed, when it comes to life, there's no rewind or pause button that exists. They say that the way that you spend your days is the way that you spend your life. So my one and only goal here is to help you stop wasting your time, stop holding yourself back in life, stop experiencing non-stop negative mind chatter, stop just dreaming without doing, and start living life fearlessly instead with more purpose, focus, and intention. I sincerely want you to live life in a way that when you come to the end of it, you know deep down in your heart that you 100% gave it your all, flaws and all. This podcast is not about doing life perfectly. Instead, it is about experiencing and living life with more clarity and courage and truly appreciating this precious adventure that we are so blessed to be on. So if you're with me here today, it's time to stop spinning in circles, get off the hamster wheel for good, put your hands back on the steering wheel of your life and finally start living life in a way that you won't later regret. With that being said, let's dive on in. Hello, my friends, this is Francis Fidikovic, and welcome to the Inspiring Life School podcast. Over the next three episodes, I'm going to be sharing with you a special three-part workshop that I created that's titled How to Eliminate 90% of Your Guilt in Three Simple Steps. So if you're someone who ever experiences guilt on a daily basis, like you feel guilty about all the things that you aren't doing, guilty about the things that you are doing, I'm going to show you the simplest way to just get rid of it, or at least 90% of it, okay? That is my promise to you. It is super simple. So with that being said, sit back, relax, and enjoy this special three-part bonus that I am so excited to share with you. Hello, my friend, and welcome to this workshop. I'm so excited to be with you here today to show you how to eliminate 90% of the guilt from your life. So over the next three very short and sweet videos, I'm going to show you exactly how to do what I am promising you, eliminate 90% of the guilt from your life. And for that other 10% of the time, when you're having those human moments, when you're experiencing guilt and guilt still decides to pop in and say hi, even though you've made it quite clear that you won't be entertaining or indulging in this emotion anymore, I'm going to be sharing with you some very specific strategies that you can utilize to promptly nip this feeling in the bud. So in case we haven't met before, my name is Frances Vidikovic and I'm the CEO of two award-winning websites. The first is Inspiring Mum Life, my parenting website. And the second is Dream Big My Friend, which is a personal development website all about helping you learn to manage your mind, time, and life better so that you can actually be not just a dreamer, but a doer. That is my superpower. And I am just so excited to share with you the following strategies that really have the ability to be a game changer in your life. So listen closely, my friend, and pay attention to it almost as if you've invested a thousand dollars in this workshop, because I have no doubt that if you really did invest that amount of money, you'd be paying really close attention to everything that I'm sharing with you and making sure that you implement it in your life. So let's start by defining what guilt actually means. So my favorite definition is this one, the feeling that you're responsible for having done something wrong or the feeling of shame or regret as a result of bad conduct. So for the record, there are lots of different ways that guilt can show up in your life. We can feel guilty for not doing enough. We can feel guilty for doing too much. Like there's the irony. We can feel guilty for saying no. We can feel guilty for taking time out for ourselves. I want you to think about how guilt shows up in your own life and how this in turn impacts the way that you show up in your life generally. What is the flavor of guilt that you are unnecessarily torturing yourself with? And now for the good news, I want you to know that you you know, are not a psychopath if you are feeling guilty on occasion. This is just a normal part of being a human and being a human means that you can experience negative emotions on occasion. Okay, totally normal. My goal, however, is to make sure that you don't entertain this emotion any longer than necessary and that you don't jump into the pool and swim with it for hours on end when it arrives. 
So let me explain what I mean by this pool analogy. It might actually be easier if I replace the emotion of guilt with something more extreme like anger. So anger is just another normal human emotion that we're all going to experience from time to time. So can you think of the last time that you felt quite angry? Like, was it recently? Was it a while ago? Now I want you to imagine that anger is floating around in the pool and you're in the water with it. And for a while, you might actually be fine swimming with this anger inside the pool. Like it might feel totally justified for you to be feeling the emotion of anger right now. And the emotion might actually feel like good company to you. But I promise you, like if you swim too long with that emotion, you'll eventually start to feel as if you're drowning. Like you'll start to feel crap. You'll feel like your head is about to explode and you really want to shrug off this feeling that has this tight hold on you in a way that isn't healthy, like both physically and mentally. So what's going to happen? You're going to make the decision to get out of that pool. You're going to do your best to separate yourself from the emotion, even when it's trying to cling really tight to your neck. So eventually you're going to pry it off yourself. But this will only happen once you do the work to get out of the pool. Okay, you make that decision and then you actively have to step out. Now, this analogy also applies to the feeling of guilt. I don't want you to swim any longer with this feeling than necessary for both your mental and physical health. Now, you will need to get out of that pool even when guilt is calling your name and it's insisting that you stay. And the biggest issue here that you're going to encounter is that guilt looks like a really cute and innocent thing, like it seems really harmless from afar. And if emotions could take on the human form, I'm sure that most of us would say that anger would be big and ugly and sweaty and not attractive at all to embrace. Whereas guilt might look like a cute little schoolgirl with pigtails and pink ribbons who's sitting there bawling her eyes out. And it might feel okay to embrace that little girl and to try and make her feel better. But what we don't often realize is that this girl, she's not helping us out one bit in life. She doesn't really want you to feel better or to make her feel better. She can't be saved. She doesn't want to be saved. And her only purpose is to try to make you feel irrationally bad, irrationally guilty, and to keep you feeling bad even when there's no logical reason to do so anymore. So here's the thing about guilt. It's one of those feelings that sort of sneak up on us by surprise and it feels really useful. And once it's inside our mind, it sticks to you and you find it really hard to let go of. But in truth, it's really no different from all the other negative emotions that you can experience in life that make you feel really crappy, such as anger, disappointment, resentment, and regret. Okay, they all fall in the same bucket. So in this first video, I'm going to share with you the first step that you're going to need to embrace in order to minimize this impact of guilt on your life. And this actually involves doing two things. Okay, there's two parts to this step. So the first is understanding that this feeling comes from a thought that you are choosing to focus on and you're choosing to believe it's true. And the second is knowing that feeling guilty is a choice that you can choose to let go of. So let me repeat those two things for you. You can only experience guilt when you are thinking a thought that's making you feel guilty. And second, it's a choice that you can choose to let go of. And I know you're probably thinking, no, no, there's no way this is true. Are you kidding me? Stick with me and I'll show you how it is 100% correct. So for whatever reasons, our brains sometimes or often choose to think thoughts that cast us, you know, in a bad light as a baddie in the story of our life. And when you are featured as a baddie in the story that you're telling yourself, is it really like any surprise that you're going to feel guilty as a result of it? So let me share with you an example. In this example, a circumstance has occurred that in reality is quite neutral. That is, you can choose to think whatever you want about that circumstance. If your child maybe goes out to an outdoor play date without a jacket and she ends up being super cold, you can just choose to think, okay, He's learned a great lesson here. When I say it's going to be cold, next time he might think twice about the fact that I recommended that he take a jacket and yet he refused. Great learning lesson here. I feel great about my choice, okay? My choice to like let him go out, be cold and experience that learning lesson for himself. 
Or if you actually forgot to check the weather app, you can choose to think, okay, I should do that next time. There's no harm done. In the meantime, all is well in the world. Or you could choose to think, I'm a bad mom. I'm terrible. My child could have caught pneumonia. I look like a total idiot in front of the other parents. Now note, okay, this is the exact same experience. Like your child has gone out with a jacket and ended up cold. However, the way that you feel as a result of that experience is always going to be related to the thoughts you're choosing to embrace. And it all depends on what you're making them mean about you, about your skills, about your ability, about your worthiness as a human. And here's the thing. You get to decide what thoughts you choose to focus on. Have you actually pinpointed the thoughts that could potentially be making you feel guilty? Now, it's always the thoughts that are casting you in a bad light. They're making you feel as if you've done something wrong. So I'm going to share with you a specific example from my own life that made me feel irrationally guilty. So for 10 years, I used to teach scripture to young kids. And there was one week that I had to miss a lesson due to attending a funeral. And there was no way that I wanted to miss this funeral as it was a close family friend. But it required that I ask a colleague of mine to cover the class for me. However, just asking him for this favor that he covered my class made me feel so incredibly guilty. And when I dug in deep, I discovered that this feeling came from thinking thoughts like, well, I must be inconveniencing him. He doesn't really want to cover this class for me. I'm creating extra work for him. I bet you he really wished that he could say no. Now, hopefully you can see that my thoughts were based on a lot of assumptions that I wasn't even sure if they were true or not. And these crappy thoughts were the reason that I was feeling so guilty. Maybe he wasn't inconvenienced. Maybe he was happy to help me out. Maybe even if he was inconvenienced, I could have chosen to think, well, attending this funeral is really important to me. So I'm so grateful to have this network that I can tap into whenever an emergency arises. And thinking these particular thoughts instead, like I could have chosen them, would have led to me feeling more gratitude and joy in my life. And another example, and this actually used to be a common daily occurrence where I used to experience a lot of guilt. It was with my dogs. So I've got two dogs, a Doberman and a King Charles Cavalier, who I'm sure that they probably wish that I could take them for eight hour walks a day. But that simply isn't possible. Of course, every morning I would take them out for a long walk at the beginning of the day. But after that, it was my time to sit down and do my work. But guess what would happen whenever I'd sit down to work? Like they'd stare at me with these cute little puppy dog eyes. They'd bring me their toys. They'd want to play fetch. They just would want to keep on playing. And I would often think to myself, oh gosh, like I should be spending more time with them. I should be playing fetch with them right now. That would make them so happy. Now note all the shoulds here, okay? These shoulds that we tell ourselves will often make us feel totally guilty. And when I replace these should thoughts with new thoughts that my dogs are really well loved and they're taken care of and safe, and it's okay if I have to focus on my work right now, it made me feel like a good dog mum instead. And it was such a simple thought shift, but this new thought made me feel good about my choices, the choices that I was making in my life right now. So as a life coach, the first thing that I teach my clients and what I want to teach you here today is that our thoughts are going to influence our feelings, which are in turn going to impact our actions and ultimately our results. So this is really important to note, like every result that you have currently in your life, if you go backwards, it would stem from a thought you were thinking. It is a domino effect that it's always kickstarted by the thoughts we are choosing to focus on and to feel a different way. We simply need to choose to focus and believe different thoughts. And this is where I remind you that your feelings are a choice. Your thoughts are a choice. You could choose to think of yourself as a hero in your story rather than a hopeless victim. You can choose to think of yourself as a smart and kind and totally capable human being with the best of intentions rather than thinking that you're always doing something wrong. So in the next two videos, I'm going to share with you the next two steps for helping you eliminate 90% of the guilt from your life. But for now, I just really, really want you to understand the first step. And that is that your feelings, especially your feelings of guilt, are going to come from the thoughts you are thinking. You need to pinpoint what they are. 
and that you, my friend, get to choose what thoughts you embrace and fondle and hold tight onto. So you can only experience guilt when you think a thought that is making you feel guilty. And this is why that, you know, you could have someone that's done something so obviously wrong and it's quite evident to others, like in the example when someone breaks the law, but they can experience zero guilt, like seriously, zero guilt, simply because they're choosing to think the thought, I've done nothing wrong, I'm not to blame, I've got nothing to apologize for. Now you might be thinking, well, hang on, I'm not actively choosing my thoughts. I don't want to be thinking them, they just enter my brain. And this is where I share with you the fact that humans experience around 60,000 thoughts every single day. And that's a lot of thoughts flowing in and out of our brain space on a daily basis. But I want you to imagine that you were sitting on a boat and these thoughts are all floating around you. And some of the thoughts are really nice and some of them are crappy. But the way that you can tell which ones are worth grabbing onto and like bringing onto the boat with you are by the way they make you feel. If the thoughts you have make you feel good, they're useful thoughts to hold onto. And by all means, like bring them onto the boat with you. But so many of us do the very opposite thing. Like we ignore the nice, lovely thoughts that are floating around us. They're passing by. And instead we choose to pick up and hold onto thoughts that make us feel terrible. And then we wonder like, why is our boat so heavy? Why is it, you know, sinking or capsizing? And it's because it's weighed down by so much crap. And I'm not saying that you're never going to have an unuseful, unpleasant thought again. Okay. You're a human. Okay. Humans have the most random thoughts most of the time. But you do have control over which thoughts you choose to fondle over and over and over again. You do get to decide which thoughts you believe to be true, even though you could potentially choose to believe that the other nice ones are true instead. Like if you're choosing to believe the bad ones, why? Like what is the benefit to that? I want you to ask yourself now, which non-useful thoughts are you holding tight onto and why? And did you know that you have the option to let them go? Did you know you have the option to say, hey, you know, that is a really crappy thought. I'm consciously choosing to let that one go right now. And I sometimes actually have to literally say these words out loud to myself, like that is a crummy thought, like time to move on. It is absolutely not useful for me to hold onto it because it's making me feel so terrible. So I just want you to start to have this awareness of how your thoughts are making you feel, especially the ones that are making you feel guilty. This awareness is absolutely the first step because you cannot change what you cannot recognize. And when you know better, like you can do better, my friend, even if it requires a lot of conscious practice, but I know that you're willing to do the work. And so that is it for today's lesson you now know that the feeling of guilt comes from your thoughts and that you get to choose which thoughts you want to focus on and believe are true. And in the next lesson, we're going to talk about the next step that's going to help you eliminate 90% of the guilt from your life. I absolutely look forward to catching you in that lesson. Much love from me and I will see you there. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspiring Life School podcast. I really appreciate you allowing me to be a part of your life. If you'd love to stay in touch, please know that you can always find me on Instagram at Francis Fidakovic, or you can visit my website, inspiringmumlife.com, where you can sign up and receive so many amazing freebies that I've created just for you to help you implement all my teachings into practice. There you'll also find all my online courses, resources, and programs that I've created to help you uplift your life in seriously the simplest way possible so that you can ultimately create for yourself a life that feels simpler, lighter, and allows you to show up in a way that you love as your best and most authentic version of yourself. Now, remember, this podcast is all about not just dreaming, but also doing because to create true, sustainable change in your life needs to be willing to do things differently. And that's what I'm here to support you to do every single step along the way so that you too can begin to 
to live your one wild and precious life with less stress, less overwhelm, less drama, and instead with zero regrets. Finally, if this podcast resonates with you at all and you appreciate the content, I would absolutely love for you to show your support by leaving me a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm on a mission to help more people wake up to the preciousness of life and to help them live their days with more intention and purpose, and your review will help make this goal of mine possible. Once again, thank you so much. I have loved spending this time with you, and I look forward to connecting with you again. I am Francis Vitakovic, and you have been listening to the Inspiring Life School podcast.